Straight cash money, homie. I know we're on the air, but I've got a plate full. I've got a, a uh, tray. tray full of food. Uh-huh. I'm hanging. And that waiter may not be is breathing on my food as it's right <laughs> next to him. So if you're really that homophobic, not homophobic, but germophobic. Careful, Chris. If you're that germophobic, if you're that germophobic, you shouldn't be eating in a restaurant, period. I'm amazed how much the shaft matters. I think that's about it. Uh, Mark Elfenbein was a day winner, but then he left. He went to a different radio station mm-hmm. for a while, and then he came back. So there's not many of us left. I'd like to have gotten odds on what on being a day winner through 29 years would have got me, especially in this business. <clears throat> a job riding for avid golfer? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, mean, I don't see any gap between your legs. Yeah, I mean, especially in golf. And it's, it's, it's one of those situations where Patrick Reed, like if – if you've completely alienated your parents, yeah, like who won't you be a complete right d weed to? Can yes. you hotwire a plane? I have a mental disorder. Old school bitch. Abu Dabu. Well, good morning, everybody. If it's Saturday morning on the ticket, you've got the tea box. I'm Craig Rosengarden. With me today, the greatness, the Bob Galt Award winner, Eli Jordan. Good morning. 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 How are That's you? That's not buddy? bad. Yeah, I'm okay. Got rid of the old guy for the week. Hey, come on now. Not even here to defend himself. I love him in a non-sexual way. <laughs> well, <but>. okay. <laughs> I don't know that we needed to clarify that either. <laughs> I'm. It is February 4th, and I'm still e-break free for the year, and I'm on a quest. You've missed how many weeks? Just one. No, not since the beginning of the year. You've missed like two or three shows already, haven't you? No, just one. I missed last week. There's been another one, I think. Uh-uh. It was December, end of December. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, you're doing so, good then. You break free. You're doing so, good. Uh, anyway, we are uh, we're happy to be here. Weather's good. It was a little chilly this morning, but it was not chilly. Still above freezing. There were a couple of slick spots on overpasses still, but it's going to be in the 50s today. Should all be melted by this afternoon. I mean, the 60s tomorrow, and the 70s on Monday. Welcome to Texas weather. It's a wild ride. Yeah. So, by the way, this show is brought to you by the greatness that is PGA Tour Superstore. It is. We have a deal now, $20 off 100 bucks. All you got to do is mention the tee box. Yeah. I'm it's glad, back. I'm glad that they brought that back. I was yeah. I was getting a lot of text messages. Hey, I'm at PGA Tour Superstore. What was that uh, What was that deal again? I was like, well, they, you know, we're, we're working on it. We're working on it. But it's back. It is. And uh, and we're happy that they're, uh, they're back with us this year. Um, by the way, don't do this often, but it is um, one of our pal's birthdays today. So before we introduce the staff, I want to wish, because uh, he's probably about to tee off if there's a golf course open yet. Uh, that is the greatness of Invited Clubs. The executive VP of everything that they do is Chuck Fetterson. Oh, well, today, okay. So. Happy birthday, Chuck. Yeah, so have a good one, buddy. I wonder, uh, I'm 
I wonder if there are any courses open today. We'll get into that next. Before we go there, let's introduce us here. We got Kern Engineering. Morning, Kern. Morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Happy? Yeah, I'm Still happy. losing weight? Yes. Not a boy. Yes, I am. Kern is very spry this morning. Is he? Yeah. He's very free. He's doing very well. That's good. We have got the greatness of Landrum running the board. Good morning, Rosen. I am also e-brake free. Yes, you are. Are you e-brake free for life? Yes, so far. That. Hey, me too. Are you really? Never. I've never won one. I've only been nominated once. Oh. Somebody sent me a uh, an email last week or two weeks ago when I said I was going to be e-brake free. He says, I got nominated 17 times last year, but only won once. So your sh- that's a shame. That's a shame. Your you sh- I mean, you should have at least won like 30% of those. Maybe. We're just a weekend It's a little more show. than maybe. Hey, who's doing tickers today? Ryan Baldwin. Well, of course he is. Well, well, Morning, well. Ryan. Morning, morning. I am also e-brake free. boy. For life? For life. How about that? Is so out of 52 show? weeks of the year, you were nominated 17 times? That's what the guy said to me, yeah. That's yeah. impressive. And there are people that do keep track of that. So, yep. yep. That's impressive. 17 times. Only one once. And so let's say 52 weeks. That's that's a Hall of Fame it, batting average. It, yeah, it's probably it really more like about 47 weeks. You probably take a couple of shows off at least, and then there's probably a couple Saturdays that we get. Yeah, it, it's probably it's probably not a full 52. There was there was. Two weeks in a row, I think it was before you started, uh, Kevin, that I had two of the worst e-breaks, and Rick was like, hello, Friday. Didn't get nominated. Yeah. For those two. So The, the weekends are, are criminally underrepresented when it comes to emergency breaks, unless it's you. <laughs> unless it's me. <laughs> I do know that George listens. Does he? Mm-hmm. He's probably not listening today, though. He's got to get ready for the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, you're right. I think they do fly out today. Yeah, and he's got a big old yard. He's probably cleaning the thing up from the from the weather and nah. everything else. And I do, you know, it's one of the things when I, you know, it's our 25th year in the magazine, and in 25 years ago, I did the whole media madness thing where I took all the players, all the media folk, and played them against each other. Mm-hmm. George was a flipping blast. I enjoyed the hell out of, out of like I'd monitor the matches with him. He was always fun. He was always engaging. And interestingly enough, this was 25 years ago. We played in over 30 basketball league in Capel, and one day he shows up and plays. And it's like you know what? I'm gonna show him a thing or two, right? I I play. I got skins. I'm I'm pretty damn good. I'm gonna go play. He careered it. He'd be falling down and throw it up. The ball would go in. It was, I wish it was on video. He had 30 minutes of the great – I mean, he couldn't do anything wrong. He, he'd throw it up left-handed. The ball would go in. Throw it behind his back. It would go in. He'd throw – he'd take a pass, and it'd go through three people, and nobody would touch it and go to some guy with a layup. He was – I just started just cursing him out. And then we haven't spoken in 24 years. Sounds really? to me like a guy that's jealous of George Dunham's basketball skills. Sounds like that. He careered it that night. Yeah. Never saw him again. He retired. He was <laughs> that smart. was it? He was smart. Yep. Didn't even talk to him at the great game where you were to – I was on the other team. You know, it's like I – it's 
strange to me that I've like I've never played golf with any of those guys. Like I, I've played with Sturm, but at a media event, I've never played with Corby. I've never played with George, and and I know they don't play as much as they used to, but they still play some. And, I, and the fact that I've never played with any of those guys, I'd I'd like to get out and see what they got. You played with Bob, yeah? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I said. Yeah, we yeah. played with Bob in that media event, but um, I played with Donovan. I played with I played with Donovan once. That's yeah. I played with George twice where we went and played together, and it was kind of like I was going to beat him because I was going to show that um, if the media madness, if I were playing, I'd win the damn thing. Twice, he birdied the last hole to shoot even par and beat me by one. It's pretty solid. Both damn times. Like hey, I was going to say, it, it sounds like Craig's just snake bit by Jub. You just can't beat him at anything. I beat, him in, the, I beat him in the – We need to find something you're better than him at. I beat him in the when we had the the ticket um, cornhole. No, it was a golf. It was a golf tournament where we all played. I won that. The April Fool's Open. No, it was the one before that. (laughs) Dunham and Miller Open. Players. Oh, the Dunham and Miller Open. No, we'll get you in the April Fool's Open this next year. You're bound to win that. Well, it begs another question. (laughs) Let George have anybody else. Let George have anybody else on the ticket. Can he beat you and I in a two-man play game? I'm a lot better than I used to be. If if he if he took Corby, I think it's possible. But then again, I haven't seen Corby play. But I understand he's pretty good. Mm. But no, I still think we probably beat him. You're you're significantly better than Corby. That's nice of you to say. Which in, in golf? Well, yeah, in other aspects, not so much. <laughs> Speaking anyway. of, I believe he uh, he made it to Arizona safely. That was some pretty pretty fun radio yesterday with them checking in with him every hour on his bus ride to Arizona. And and honestly, the web of P1s that is stretched out across this country staggers me. Every Thank stop you. he made, it didn't matter where he was stopping. There were people with signs and things showing have you up ever, to greet I, him. Have you ever been on a Greyhound bus? No. no. I have. No, I have I have. And so let's talk about that next because I sat next to someone who you guys may not know who he is, but he was very famous at the time. So we'll talk about that next. So it was called the Ticket Challenge. And here are the photos of it. I have photos. Creatively named. Yes. But it, um, but anyway, I did win the thing. So congratulations to me. Yeah. I mean, how long ago was this? Uh, 2013. Okay, well, almost a decade later. Congratulations. We need another one. (laughs) Um, This segment's brought to you by whom? That's a great question. Let's take a look. Uh, How about invited clubs? Yes, because we already wished a happy birthday to Chuck Federson. We did. We'll we'll say it again. Yeah, invited uh, clubs, for sure. By the way, they got Kanye Creek that's going through a big reno. Kanye Creek? Canyon Creek. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Didn't realize that Ye had purchased a golf course. <laughs> hey, at 830, we've got some uh, leaderboards, and the Asian tour is going on. I have an interesting observation that I... Well, I'm glad you do, because I, I didn't watch any of it. I freaked out about something, and now I'm not freaked out anymore. Good. Well, that's good. So, I'm glad to hear that. Yes. So at 850, I went to the PGA show last week, and I got some av- observations on that, and uh, we'll talk about that. 910... I had a rules issue. 
not a rules issue, but I bought something and I wondered if it was legal or not. So I called my good buddy John Drago, kind of asked him about things. He is our rules guru. Whenever we have rules questions, he's always the first yep. guy we text. Yep. And then uh, so it was an interesting and it was such a gray area. Wanted to go through it with you because we do we do run junior golf tours and um, and this may come up especially this weekend as we're out at uh, Frisco Lakes this week um, and at nine thirty I, I we got something do you remember what I said at nine oh uh, you mentioned maybe some live tour talk and more uh, Patrick Reed controversy from last week and maybe we'll get into Austin Country Club and what's going on down yeah, there. yeah yeah that is uh, that's an interesting bit of breaking news we heard earlier this week so <clears throat> but I did tease that I was on a Greyhound bus. You did. What a tease it was. So, <laughs> I I grew up in Baltimore, Maryland, and my relatives lived up to New Jersey. And I was very close to one of my cousins. I guess he was a second cousin. I'd go up and visit him. He'd come visit me. And I'd usually take a train. Up there, you, you would take trains. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. Never been on a train either. You've never been on a train? No. I mean, I don't know why you're shocked at that. Like, yeah. Where, 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 what would I get on the tarantula? Like, I mean, there's not really many trains <laughs> when you live, around here. When you do live in the Northeast, you, you, you uh, get right. on trains a lot. That's that's and right. Going to New York City, it's so much easier to get on a train and get right into the middle of the city than driving up to or flying or yeah. driving. Now you got to do something with your car. You know, go to the airport. You got forever to go. So trains are really convenient up there. And I don't know why, maybe I couldn't get on a train, but whatever it was, I took a bus. And I'm on a Greyhound bus, and I didn't know a thing about it. I mean, I just, my dad put me on a bus. Not, no idea why. And going into this, and it stops, right? It stops forever. So going in, and I don't remember where it stopped or whatever. Guy comes in, and it's a crowded bus. Guy sits next to me, because I'm a little kid sitting on the, in the, you know, and, and this bigger guy comes in, and I see on his neck he's got a giant number ten necklace. It was Cordell Stewart. Dude, I'm older <laughs> than that. I'm 13. Oh, okay. And I recognize him because I was a huge NBA fan at the time, and this guy just got traded. From the Baltimore Bullets to the New York Knicks, and it was none other than Earl Monroe. Oh, all right. And I was—I had about five, and this is before your time too. We, we had these things called Basketball Digests. I used to read them like they were—you know—we didn't have internet then. We read magazines and digests, and I had like five of these Basketball Digests. And the entire time, he was just peering over my shoulder to see what they were writing about whomever and. And students, and he was really, really nice. Whatever he wasn't, he wouldn't talk to me or whatever. But I was like, that's so cool. If I had an iPhone at the time, I would have been taking pictures. And I'm sitting next to Earl Monroe. But uh, he got off before I did and said, "See you, Chief." And he left and he went, but sat next to Earl Monroe. Nice. Why he was on a damn Greyhound bus? Why I was on a Greyhound bus? Uh, like you said, it was probably just more convenient than trying to fly. And he probably said, "Hey, man." Take the bus. Yeah. So anyway, there's there's my. So I'm curious. I I, I never heard Corby mention this yesterday, and I was kind of in and out on the station. Did that particular Greyhound, do they they have bathrooms on those buses? Yeah. You don't want to get near it. Uh, That would be my guess. But, like, it stops so frequently, you would think that if you had to do the devil's business, that you would do it on one of the stops rather than gas out the entire Make sure you're done before that damn bus is ready to leave. (laughs) 
that seems like that would be that bus will leave you just not a great place to, to have to do that yeah so anyway <laughs> um hey so we had some weather this week <laughs> yeah that's yeah. and let's bring it back to golf because um most of the golf everybody was closed for three or four days right most of the golf courses covered their greens mm-hmm. if they had time kind of took a spot the surprise was it came sooner than it was supposed to come and it was colder than it was supposed to be so a lot of it took it by surprise now you really want to protect your greens in weather like this but yeah when you have a coat of ice like this you don't really need them covered because that ice will protect that green from the wind and from the cold it kind of insulates things so if you have heat on the on the ground, the heat stays in there. Yeah, I I feel like I've been told by grounds crew and agronomist type people that snow is a better insulator than ice. However, either of them are really good. Okay. So if if it's just plain cold and wind and nothing to protect the greens, mm-hmm. you better cover them, or the new strands of Bermuda grass will perish. Uh, or get damaged severely. Yes. So my biggest question through all this, and I wonder whether you thought this or not. I mean, we've been in the golf biz, we're watching, and I, and I was playing golf over at Las Plains Country Club, and um, and on Sunday, which was one of the coldest rounds of golf I've ever played, and we were playing at twelve thirty. They said you're teeing off, and right behind you, we're covering the greens. Mm-hmm. Because we can see it coming. So and, they, and they, look, they have a big uh, 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 professional event out there, so they're not going to take any chances. Yeah. Even though, um, so they're covering the greens, and I'm try, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I get it, but that's Bermuda grass, right? What's on fairways of most golf courses? Yeah, Bermuda greens, Bermuda grass, yeah, right? Usually. So why aren't they not worried about? The fairways. Uh, my guess is it's probably much cheaper and easier to re-sprig certain parts of fairways that, that get damaged rather than redoing an entire green. I guess if the grass dies on the green, you've got to basically scrape it and start over, and then you've got a grow-in period, and you're down for however many months. That's a good thought, but it's wrong. Thank you. Um, I would have thought the same thing. But I called Scott Carrier, who's kind of head of all agronomy for Arcus Golf. All right. Well, we'll just say, hey, this segment's brought to you by Arcus Golf. How's that? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I called Scott, and I, and I asked him the same question. I said, hey, what the hell? Why are you covering the greens and not covering the rest of the Bermuda grass out there? And it's because of how far down you shave the greens versus fairways, the growth plate gets more exposed because you're shaved down to, as he says, the width of a dime. And so that gets exposed to cold and it gets, it, it, it'll hurt it really bad. Yeah. A fairway, you're doing a half an inch. And so the growth plates is, aren't at nearly as exposed. And so they're way more protected. And even if you do have some damage on fairways. And I remember back that giant freeze with three years ago, I saw fairways damaged, but it wasn't a hole-encompassing 
yeah. damage. So, um, and case in point, when with Las Vegas Country Club, the ninth halt, ninth green, they covered them, but the wind was so big that one part of the cover on the ninth green popped up and was flapping, and because it was so cold that 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 wind got underneath that thing, killed the whole green. Hmm. So, um, yeah. You hate to see that happen too, because it is expensive to replace greens. And oh yeah, and I and I was I was watching to see when everybody would open, because until yesterday afternoon there was still ice all over the place. Yesterday morning was almost a tougher drive to work for me than it was the two days prior. Yeah, and, and well, and, and and what did melt was now just giant puddles. Like, I, I drove past Lake Arlington Golf Course yesterday. I had to get out to go run a couple errands, and, and Lake Arlington was – there was still a lot of standing water on the course from where the ice had melted. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think the city of Arlington courses, I think, are supposed to reopen Monday, I believe. Monday, really? I, I think that it, that's what I saw on their on their social media. Let's see. If we get a tee time right, Bear Creek is open. <clears throat> Irving Golf Club's open. Riverside's open. River Chase is open. Westdale Hills is open. All right. All right. Cowboys Golf Club is open. Yeah. So it looks like most of them got open. Um, I'm looking at, you know, and, and you can get you can get tee times like as quickly as like now. So um, still a little chilly. It's not going to be in about three hours. Yeah. So um, I'm guessing all of these courses are probably CPO probably. You want to tell people what CPO stands for? Cart path only. So I tried to call Travis Measley, who runs the uh, Texas Junior Golf Tour for us. We have an event at Frisco Lakes today. And we were talking on Thursday. We were both at the office, and um, he was like, I think we're going to be okay, don't you think? And I was like, yeah, I think they'll be fine. And I'm looking at Frisco Lakes' first available tee times, 3.08 today. And uh, we, we played phone tag yesterday but i think we're all off and running over at frisco lakes nice so um it's going to be wet i mean there's no way for that water to go but I'm guessing uh, it's going to be uh lift clean place <laughs> we'll definitely play lift clean place yeah <laughs> yeah but so tomorrow's going to be high it's going to be 69 degrees nice so gonna try to get out there no have that uh awards thing tomorrow evening so I'm gonna but try that doesn't start till that's like five thirty. but i've got well I, as i mentioned to you in the break i've had some shoes that i had ordered and like a tie and stuff that i was going to wear tomorrow night well it's all been delayed because of the ice storm so now i've got to go try and find a pair of shoes and a tie and yeah so i'm going to spend probably some of today maybe trying to do that if not maybe tomorrow morning so going down the old stanley korshak get yourself a tie Stanley Korshak? No, I don't believe so. <laughs> I, and, man, it just completely off topic, but God, I I just detest shopping now. Like having to go to the mall or like any retail store, I, I just don't. It's so much easier just to have the stuff delivered and then you get a wild weather week. And, like, all this stuff was supposed to deliver, like, Monday or Tuesday. Right. And now, like, I get an email last night that said it had been delayed. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, probably maybe get here, you know, tomorrow. or Right. And it's like, no, Monday. I'm like, oh, great. So a day late. Awesome. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, these things happen. Yeah. Still irritating. Yeah. Because now I've got to go drive around and try and do retail stuff, which sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you going to go? So 
somebody wants to spot a celebrity? I don't know. I'd probably like the Dillards or okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't even. I like that's the thing is I don't even like know where to go to find stuff like this nowadays. You know, it is a golf event of all golf people. You know, the North Texas PGA and. And if you wore, do you have a pair of like black golf shoes? Uh, yeah. You go away. You get away with that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna go buy like super super nice like dress shoes. I'm not gonna spend. You know, I'm gonna go buy a bunch of like some Ferragamos or something that are cost eight hundred dollars. But I, I, I want to look nice. You know. Okay. It's, it's a it's a, an honor to receive an award, and it you know I don't want to yeah. look like a schlep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. Okay. You want to give us a an idea of uh, what the speech is going to be like? I mean, you, it, you know, it's a like a three to five minute speech, mm-hmm. so that's not terribly labor intensive. So yeah, I mean, that's some thank yous and thank you, mom and dad. Yeah, just a you know, quick, Stephanie, a quick little story and Did you mention Kern in there at all? That's that's for to be determined. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hey, so. Uh, that's a little weather talk. Go out and play this week. Yeah. It's going to be 69 degrees. Everybody's, Do it. Yes. Everybody's, everybody's be, Jones, and you better get the tee times now because they're going to be booked up because people are ready to get out and hit it. That is exactly right. Coming up next, we got leaderboards. Got the Eli holding the fort down. Till next week. And all three of us will be here. We will? Yeah, it's Super Bowl week. I figured all three of us should work. Super Bowl. Unless you have somewhere to go. I don't think so. Okay, then let's all week. Let's all work. Vegas. It's, I might go to Vegas for the Super Bowl. Really? No. I'd go with you. Well, then we'd just leave Rick by himself. We should do a remote there. We can leave Saturday morning. Doesn't, like, Arcus have a have a course in Vegas? They do. Well, let's do a remote there next Saturday morning. <laughs> Fly out Friday evening, do a remote from there Saturday morning. and Need Kern to come. I, I did actually go to the to Vegas for the Super Bowl one year. It was Eagles Patriots. So however long ago that's been, twenty two thousand four, maybe three four. And we got there and we didn't realize how outrageously expensive any of like the Super Bowl watching parties were going to be. Like we just assumed like you could kind of go hang out in a sports book somewhere, but they're all like you have to have a ticket to have a seat in any of them. So we yep. all just. Um, Ended up getting drunk in the hotel room and watching it really? in the hotel room. Yeah. Oh, wow. See, we, uh, I went one year with my son when uh, Cowboys played the uh, Packers going into the. For the NFC Championship? Yeah. Yeah. When uh, Dez was, said it was a catch and it wasn't. Or, oh, so that was the uh, divisional round. Yeah. That was the one we went to. Just a blast. And when that, when that catch or non-catch happened place erupted i think we were at mgm we did not have seats but we were just standing around yeah and uh, it, was, it was really fun but so i'd go you said you were going i'd go all um, right well. any, anybody wants to take us all right so this, uh, <laughs> you want to pay suddenly drop that you want to pay for us to do a remote yeah, out there anybody wants to fly us out there yeah fine. we'll we'll be happy to come out so <laughs> hey uh this segment is brought to you by whom Oh, let me look. Let's just take a quick gander. Uh, how about City of Arlington Golf? Sure, why not? They're probably opening 
at some I, point. I need to look. I, I I think I saw a social media post yesterday that said most of their courses would be back open Monday, but I don't know if that was just Rangers or all of them. Or I'll uh, I'll look in the break. We'll we'll clarify. Maybe uh, Greg will kind of text us. Yeah, yeah. But either way, yeah. City hey, of Arlington Golf Course. Hey, so you want to do the PGA Tour event this first, or would you like to do the Asian <laughs> Tour, which is a little bit more compelling? Yeah, I mean, I guess we could uh, talk about the... Let's go AT, AT, AT&T first. Okay. And uh, and we'll spend a little time. I'm mean, get into the Asian because there's a couple things that are happening there. Kurt Kitayama yes. is, um, is leading, and he's only relevant to me for one reason, because Art Selinger, good friend of the show, um, I talked about the University of Las, Nevada, Las Vegas, not being a powerhouse for golf. Oh, they've had some good players, and he, yeah, they've been some good players. It's not a Texas, it's not an Oklahoma State, that's, that's it's not fair. Stanford. Um, and he started to pepper me when I said that on the air, and said, "What are you talking about?" And he sent me Kurt Kitayama. He went there. I was like, well, "Who's he?" Well, he's now leading the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro Am. He uh, shot two under at Pebble Beach yesterday. I think he's got to play Spyglass today, though. So. You never yeah. know. You know, that's the thing about this event. You play three courses. Mm-hmm. One of them's way more difficult than the other two. Yes, Spyglass is the tougher of the three. So, you know, you still got Spyglass to play. You you don't know, and there's not a cut until after today. So, um, you just never know. Um, uh, by the way, uh, Jeff Levine just chimed in and said there's th- they have three courses in Vegas. Oh, there you go. Anytime. <laughs> I don't think he's going to fly us out yeah, there. Say, but too, too late to put something together. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see real quick. Is there anything Keith Mitchell? Um, he's a popular pick these days. Hell of a visor. Guys. Yeah. Uh, Seamus Powers up on the leaderboard. It's really not that many. Danny McCarthy, who we follow a lot because we love his pow- putting prowess. Um, and uh, he's up there. Justin Rose. Victor Hovland is Probably the top player here. They're both tied for 11. Quickly, you mentioned Seamus Power. I have a friendly wager with a golfing buddy of mine. For this season, most wins, he took Seamus Power. I took... um, Sahith. Sahith Igala, yes. Thoughts? I like Sahith better. I like his swing better. I like where he is right now better, but... uh... I mean, it may end up being a wash. Like, I could see both of them having one, one win this year, yeah. you know. Or none. Or none, yeah. Uh, so let's go down to uh, the Jordan Spieth. Um, he's probably the s- second biggest player in the in the field. The, the only two top t- 20 players are, are Victor Hovland and Jordan Spieth. He's four under. Uh, he's already played Spyglass, though. He played Spyglass uh, on Thursday. So Yeah, uh, played Monterey Peninsula yesterday. So, so. He, he may hit Pebble tomorrow. And, yep. you know, yet last year he shot a 62 at Pebble. I don't think that's happening today. The wind's supposed to pick up a bunch. But he moved all the way up to second place. Yeah. So, uh, so you never know. But so. it's supposed to be rainy and really windy today. In fact, I believe they moved the tee times up an hour because of the, the threat for a lot of wind this afternoon. So. Really? Mm-hmm. So, did you happen to see Harry Higgs yesterday? No. I saw this highlight, and it's when I was going to pick up my, my suit from my, my buddies over at the Squire shop over in Fort Worth, and Harry Higgs was in one of the fairway bunkers. I think it was either on 9 or 10, the two holes that are right there on the on the ocean. You know? Right. And Harry Higgs hit one into the fairway bunker on the left, and he was kind of right up nestled next to the lip. 
and the the broadcasters are like, well, you know, he probably ought to just take something and kind of just, you know, chip it out and just, you know, take the big number out of play. And oh, Harry goes out there, and I think he pulls about a five or a six iron out and tries to hit it at the green and, and just hits one just dead right. And as soon as it came off the club face, I can't remember who the, the, the broadcaster was, but he said, and that one's beach bound. <laughs> almost immediately. By the way, it's funny, funny, interesting. So they named the sponsors exemptions for the Phoenix Open for next week. And uh, they added Ricky Barnes and didn't put in Harry Higgs. And that really, really, really set off Rick. I, I find it a little bit odd, too, to be honest. Here's the one thing I've learned about sponsors exemptions. As uh, John Drago, a good friend of ours, and runs a, the ATT Byron Nelson, um, there's always a reason. Yeah. There's always a reason, and you just don't know. Yeah. And I, I used to be really critical of him. And and just like what the hell, Jim Carter? Really, you're letting Jim Carter in the ATT uh, Byron Nelson? What are you doing? There's always a reason, and there's always a reason. Ricky Barnes was probably way better to them over the years and helped sure. with the charity. It did. Ricky Barnes seems to get into everything. Did he like an Arizona guy too? Didn't he go to Arizona or Arizona State? Right. He, I think he went to one of those. Could be so. Anyway, all right, so this is the Asian Tour, and it is the PIF Saudi International powered by SoftBank Investors at the Royal Greens Golf and Country Club in somewhere over there. In somewhere over there. And I find it interesting that, you know, RBC is so anti-Saudi that they took their logo off of Cameron Young as he's playing out there. And, uh, you know, I, I, interesting, but okay. And and this is one of those where PGA Tour needed to give you the release to play, or you couldn't. And there's as many live tour players as anything in this. So compelling, right? I mean, it's kind of the good guys versus the bad guys. Um, and I wondered how they even got in because they needed to get a release from the PGA Tour and I was wondering why the PGA Tour would give anybody a release. I, I imagine given the lawsuits and everything else if Cameron Young wants to play and um, uh, Cam Champ wants to play Boy, There are a lot of live guys in this field Might as well, right? So here was the thing, so Abrams leading by two over Cam Young um, and they're kind of running away with it uh, there's five shots between Cam Young and the guys in third place. So it's going to be a two-man race tomorrow. Might who's, be interesting to watch. Who's in third place? Matthew Wolf, Lucas Abair, and Bite Me. <laughs> you don't want to try and pronounce that one? Saddam John Kaik. Who knows, man? Good Lord. <laughs> and it's Lucas Herbert, I believe. I don't think it's Abair. I don't believe he's related to Bobby Abair. Well, either way. Get a better last name. Um, but here was the thing that worried me. So um, last week or week before, Secret Tour Pro came out and said they're getting two major signings for Live Golf. And they're probably going to withdraw from the tournament that was last week. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing happened. I but did if he not knows, say anything major. But if he knows that there's two guys who are two very prominent guys. I was thinking, huh. And then I see this, and I see Cam Young's here. Maybe it's him. And then I see, I, I look down to see anybody else who's in this. It's um, not a live tour guy. 
And I see Cam Champ. And I'm like, huh, maybe it's those two guys. And I'd be upset about it. It could be the Barn Rat. Kiri Deck, Appy Barn Rat, he's playing this week. You think the Barn Rat might be going well, to live, live golf? You have Mito Pereira, who's in seventh place right now at eight under. I think he's gone. He hasn't. It hasn't been formally announced, but I think he's gone. But Cameron Young is an up and comer, and uh, and Cam Champ is, you know, he's the highest rated African American on tour, and so he's um, higher rated than HV three. He ain't on tour. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. And uh, and so he'd be somebody to to get. And Cameron Young is where is he ranked in the? He's seventeenth. So I was a little worried. I'm watching this and I'm like, huh. So I went to the Phoenix Open field to see who's in and who's not. Cam Young's in. For now. So is Cam Champ. For now. I'm thinking they're fine. Yeah. They just got a release for the week and they went probably got some sort of uh, uh, appearance fees. By the way, you want to talk about things going well for the PGA Tour in, in certain events? Next week's Phoenix Open, of the top 20 players in the world, the only ones not playing are Cam Smith, who can't, right, and Will Zeltors. Hmm, I'm surprised Will's not playing. He's still probably tentative with the back or whatever, who knows? Yeah, it could be. It just seems like an event that... You would want to play because the Super Bowl's there, and it's and elevated person. Now, this is what in this one of the elevated persons. I think so. Well, if everybody's playing, and, I think. mean, just the atmosphere too. I mean, it, it's yep. you know, with the Super Bowl in town, it's already a fun atmosphere. Boy, that is going to be a wild scene on Sunday. Yes, but eighteen of the top twenty players are in, so that'd be a really good field. Next mm-hmm. week. That's that's some fun fun stuff. So. I feel like that that tournament is always for me kind of the official start of golf season again you know like pebble like the you know the field hasn't been as good lately to me it was tory pines because that's when tiger would play yeah i could i could see tory pines a little bit but it wasn't as intriguing this year as it has been in the past but like it just it always feels to me like this phoenix event is the first one that i really make it a point to sit and watch a good bit of on saturday and sunday so real quick and i know we're getting it but i'll ask you this question if you're the golf channel wake up this morning and i wake up you know, my dog wakes me up, so I'm up at 5 a.m. And it used to be I used to be able to watch um, whatever the Golf Channel's, you know, update show was with Shambly and everybody else. They don't do it anymore. So you're watching the DP World Tour. Well, DP World Tour has nobody playing this week. They just have nobody. It's, I don't know, I couldn't even tell you who, in the leaderboard I'm watching, this guy never heard of before, um, and the two Hajgard brothers are playing and they're up there but nobody the asian tour's got everybody mm-hmm. is there not a way that the that the golf channel could have pivoted and gotten the asian tour on tv guess not because man i'd have been i'm i want to be dialed in i i had i mean when you look at it i still really don't like patrick reed he's playing want to watch him cheat I don't want to watch him cheat. I just <laughs> well, you're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to. I don't want to watch him succeed. Um, and I mean, I want to root against these live guys who are playing against PGA Tour guys. I, I really, really want Cam Young to beat Dave Answer. I have nothing against Dave Answer. He's been a 
He's been one of those guys who went over for the money and has not created waves or anything. So I don't have anything against him. Just want I want Cam Young to win. Yeah, and he's got a two shot deficit. So, I, I you know it, it, that's one of the one of those things. Yeah. By the way, Dustin Johnson withdrew at before the the tournament started. Hmm. He was supposed to play too. Slip and fall down some steps. Coming up next, <laughs> I went to the PGA show. What I see. It is straight up 9 o'clock, Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310. The ticket, you've got the tee box here on this chilly Saturday morning. And we will talk a little bit uh, about some of Craig's endeavors coming up next and a little live tour talk and also a very popular tournament format might be going away. We'll talk about that at 9.30. But we did want to talk a little bit about the PGA show here in this segment as Craig went down there this last week, and it's brought to you by United Ag and Turf and Maestro do Bell Tequila. And Craig, I know uh, this is an annual journey for you down to Orlando, the PGA show, and I've never had a chance to to go down there, but I, I do follow along on Twitter and with social media and everything. It's pretty easy to follow along some of the new technology, and you see a lot of people tweeting out videos and photos of some of the new stuff they have down at the PGA show, and I'm interested to hear your thoughts on some of the things that you saw while you were down there this year. So I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, I'll definitely bring you down next year, even if it's just for a day. Still going to be there next year? Yes. Yes. They have two. They have two shows a year. They have the PGA Merchandise Show, which is in January, which is in Orlando. It used to be the biggest show mm-hmm. at the Orange County Convention Center in Orlando. I don't think it's that big anymore. And um, and they have one really small show in Las Vegas every year that is actually moving to Frisco at PGA headquarters. Okay. Uh, starting cool. this year, so uh, you'll get to go see that. But it's not that nearly as cool as the show in January. So I'll take. So, initially, a couple observations. First off, I'm at the PGA show with 40,000 of my closest friends in the golf business. And I didn't get the flu, and I didn't get COVID. That's good. I was shocked, but I'm happy about it. I just figured I'm coming home with something, right? Figure with that many people and that close quarters in that open air area, I was going to get something. And I didn't. So I'm very, very happy about that. Second, so the show is, this is my 25th year in the golf business, and I've been every year except last year. I didn't go last year. Uh, The year before, they didn't have a show. But I've been every year since. So I've been 23 of the 25 years. This was the smallest of the shows I'd seen. Now, everybody who went last year said, no, show's way bigger. Well, it was way bigger than last year. Apparently, it was very scaled down last year. Right. Um, so I got there Wednesday afternoon and I decided I'm just going to walk the show. I'm just going to stuck my phone in my pocket. I walked the show, walked up, up and down every aisle, every booth, saw everything. Care to, care to, to guess how many steps it took me to get through the entire show. Ooh, good question. I'm going to say 17,000. I would have said probably at its Hey, Day, that had been correct. 
but it was 13,000. Okay. Right at 13,000, too. It was like 13,004. Um, and I looked at it as like, all right, pretty good. Um, the way it's set up, you have golf equipment on the left. You have, in the middle, you have all the stuff to run a golf course, where you have golf technology. You have um, stuff, golf carts. You have stuff to run ranges, stuff to run golf courses like scorecards and awards. And then on the right, you have um, uh, apparel. And um, the apparel is the least exciting. What are you going to do? Look at a cool shirt, right? But um, if you're buying, that's it's the busier side, right? Because those are the guys who are, you know, looking to find the new brand, the new, you know. One of the most interesting things that happened to me, and before we get into this, was really funny. So I always wear a hat. And especially, it was a little chilly. It's chilly in the convention center. And now that I don't have any hair on my head, I always wear a hat because I get cold very quickly. So so Thursday, I put on, I, I got a blue shirt on, so I brought a hat. I had a hat that a friend of mine gave me from Grove 23, mm-hmm. which is Michael Jordan's private course in Florida. Right. Very, very, very exclusive. Extremely exclusive, extremely high-end. It's probably might be the hardest place to get on. It's it's probably up there, yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of those, if you know, you know. You can't believe how many people tried to pull me into their booth. <gasps> you're, you're at Grove 23? Oh, we'd love to get our product in that thing. Hey, come on here. Can we show you a product? Yeah, it was it was almost comedic. It was no, I just I just got a hat. Would you play there? No, I just got a friend who bought me a hat. Oh man! Do you think you would have gotten the same response if you would have had a T box logo on your hat? Absolutely. (laughs) You work with Eli Jordan? (laughs) Wow! Yeah, Michael Jordan, Eli Jordan, the Bob Golf Award winner this year. Um. No, so that was really, really funny, and and, and um, I was with um, so Tom Cox, who uh, owns GolfBalls.com. Yeah, dot com. Uh, Tom. Know, yeah, dot com. Mm-hmm. Tom. He uh, he and I were walking the show for a little while together, talking about business stuff, and uh, one new brand of of apparel, high end apparel, apparel. He ch- charts chasing me down one of the aisles, and says, "Hey, can I talk to you for a minute? I really, really want to talk to you about getting our product in your store." I said. My, and if you've been to the Avid Golfer Media Compound, our store is very small. and Not much to it, yeah. I said, why do you want your store? Said, well, with the best and the most highest quality. And and he starts talking. I said, how much are your shirts? They go, well, they start at 149 retail, but, you know, we have a really good program. I said, that's not our Avid Golfer buyer. And he goes, oh, I thought you were at Grove 23. And I said, no, I just got a hat. Here's my, here's my, everybody's got a. Yeah. Uh, a, uh, a badge. badge. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> look at my badge, you nut- knucklehead. So, uh, anyway, so that was actually a funny story. I will say this. By the way, we would love to play Grove 23 if anybody, you know, has any. Right after somebody sends us to <laughs> Vegas for the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, exactly. Just just as an aside, I mean, my last name is Jordan. It's only appropriate that I try and play there. All right, so I took some pictures, <laughs> and I'll give you some observations. First off. Rick would always ask me, "What's what was the hottest thing you saw at the show?" Paige Spearnack. I didn't see her. Oh, okay. All I saw was Dennis Quaid. 
<laughs> not as hot. <laughs> no. Never, didn't better, see... better than Randy Quaid, not as good as Spade <laughs> Spernak. <laughs> but not by much. <laughs> um, I didn't see very many. Oh, I saw uh, who's the uh, – I saw Chris Cuomo Benedict in a very small Cumberbatch. booth. Okay. And I yes, s- Benedict Cumberbatch, yes. <laughs> didn't see him. <laughs> um, I didn't see anybody else. Did you see I Kyle, saw Kyle Berkshire? Didn't see Kyle. Saw Annika briefly. Uh, saw Tim Cusick. Talk to him. Is he famous? Yeah, to us. Okay. Um, and Gardner not that Mish. much. Uh, not 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 really anybody else. So Rick would always ask me, "What was it? What was it? The hot thing at the show?" Well, obviously you had the Paradigm Driver, um, the Stealth Two, mm-hmm. Taylor Made. You had Ping has a new driver. Srixon's got new irons and new. Srixon's got a new yeah. golf ball. Yeah, new golf balls too. Uh, so that that was kind of. But the thing that I saw more than anything were belts. Okay. It's amazing now that the world is into belts, at least the golf world. Belts and belts and belts. I yeah. saw everybody was hawking belts. And it's like, what's different to your belt? Oh, this. I didn't want to hear it anymore. I didn't want to see it anymore. So, are the, so there's two different kinds of belts that I have in my mind here. One are like the... I can't remember the name of the brand, like Smathers and Branson or something like the high end ones that have like the golf course logo on them, like the woven belt. Did Saw they have, those? Okay, so those are kind of, I know those are really popular, especially the ones that have the logos of the different golf courses. People collect them. It's almost really? like. Really? Yeah, like if you go play at Pebble Beach or Spyglass or, you know, Pinehurst or Whistling Straits, you'll get one of these belts because it has the logo on it, and that's that's big amongst the. You know, ball markers way cheaper, and I, you don't have to watch watch your weight. But it's make not sure as it cool. Fits. Every everybody has the pencil from whatever course they played. Everybody has a logo ball, but the highfalutin crowd they they do the belt now. They'll get the I'll belt with the logo. I didn't know that. Well, maybe that's why belts are so high. The other the other bit of technology that I've come to enjoy is the like the next belt, the one that has like the yep. click thing, yeah, where it doesn't have the individual little loops, like it has like the little clip, right. and then you have a little release thing that right. that ta- those are really really interesting to me as well. And you can logo those and that kind of thing. In fact, we ought to get some with the T box logo on them. I've got a, I've got a guy. But you got a guy. I got a guy. And then you have the the belts where they're really really long and you just cut them to size. Right. So all those two, and a lot of woven belts where you just you know they stretch so it you, you know almost one size fits all. Saw them all over the place. Fitness is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, but not just fitness, but supplements and. Um, I feel like the recovery aspect recovery. of fitness has gotten a lot bigger with yes. the Theraguns and foam rolling. I think Theragun started the PGA show. Cryo I know Jaku and, did. Yeah. Um, so, And then you had the massage chair. And I took a picture. Did I send this to you? Yes. I mean, it, by the afternoon, you had booths of, of massage chairs, and they're full. <laughs> I don't know how many massage chairs they actually Sold there, but uh, they're they're they can get pricey, but that they're I would imagine they're worth it. One of the other things that, that was popular. So, in the entire show, and this will be the last thing I'll say about it because it's interesting, but it but it was a little. Here's the thing: <clears throat> twenty five years ago, when I went to the PGA show, I got to see all the newest products and the coolest things. Now the internet preempts the show. So anything I wanted to see, I've already seen it. Yeah, that's true. Unless something surprised me. There was one guy who had who had this cool invention. I hope he's got enough money to to um, 
to uh, make it. It's called Logan Golf. And basically what it was, was it was a golf bag that he carried on his back. and had, a, But if you wanted to walk and it wanted to be a push cart, in the bottom of the cart is where the tires were stored. I saw a video of that online. It was like one of the more popular videos that I saw. Like it was one that a lot of people were like, hey, this is actually something that I is a really good idea. And the little zip-up pouches had the wheels in no, it. No, that was a different one. Okay. That looked bulky to me. Okay. This was the tires went in under the bottom, but here was the thing. The golf clubs went into the middle of the of the tires when they were stored on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So there was no bulkiness at all. The one okay. you saw were you know, they kind of went on the side pockets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, you weren't carrying that bag around. You weren't going to put it on the cart afterwards. You were just storing it so it was easier in the in the trunk. This one, you wanted to you wanted to walk nine holes with your push cart and then get a, hop on with me in in the cart afterwards. Store the things and pop it right on the, the cart, and it was pretty cool. So yeah. I actually sent him a note said you and I would like to try it. Send send if you want to send us one or whatever. Because um, I think it'd be great for the junior tour business that we have, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be really, really cool. Um, and it'd be cool. And their retail price is a little pricey right now. It's 600 bucks. I don't think anybody's paying 600 bucks for that. It's a little high. But had some had some merit, so I was really intrigued. I haven't heard from them. I sent them a, a note on Wednesday. I imagine if you thought it was intriguing, a lot of other people probably did as well. And he's probably been browbeat pretty significantly with hey if you'll send me one hey we'd love to product review it hey i'd like to do a youtube video on it that kind of thing so i would guess that the the guys that have good and innovative ideas that display them at the pga show probably get quite a few emails the week after um and then the other the other one that was popular all over the place was something that went onto your head covers like a little tile or whatever it was so you could always track where your head covers were oh like the uh the apple what are they called yeah the apple but thingy. these were re- way reasonably priced because they were only head covers right and you're not gonna um and then um this guy i'll show you this this was actually so you take a regular golf hat and you attach a brim to it to make it like a bucket hat a bucket hat <laughs> okay <laughs> so All not right. terrible you don't have to go buy a bucket hat now you yeah. just put this on top so Kind of worthy, um, and that was about it. Didn't see that much else. That was oh, this one intrigue you at all? It's called Mach One Golf Balls. The the world's loudest golf ball. So you know about this? I've seen them on Instagram. Yeah. So it, it's mainly like you'll see them in Instagram videos where it's kind of like the old exploding golf ball that you'd pull the trick on your buddy, you know, and they'd hit it and it would just powderize. Right. Kind of the same thing. It's mainly kind of joke videos of somebody switches their buddy's golf ball with this and then when they hit it they think they're you know oh my god they look around like what oh my god what happened yeah so that was yeah yeah how long before country clubs outlaw those i don't know but there's something that's not outlawed and you can it's legal and i'll tell you about that next I didn't say anything. You're giggling, Proceed. hyena. Proceed. Hey, at uh, 9.30, which is coming up quickly, we'll talk about what happened to the Austin Country Club. And uh, Well, the Austin Country Club is still there. Yes. They just may not have a tournament there anymore. Well, and it's their own fault, I think. So we might talk about that. First, I don't, so one of the things about the PGA show that I saw that I love, and I've gone every year and gotten one, is the heated apparel. Mm-hmm. 
So I get colder than you do. Um, I know that because you wear shorts almost every day to the office, and I would freeze my butt off. Well, not I this did. time of year. I mean, I usually wear joggers or yeah. something or jeans. But but I get cold. And so I guess, you know, three or four years ago, we got the heated vests. Rick and I got heated vests, and they were awesome. And then a couple years ago, I got uh, a heated hat, a skull cap, and they're awesome. And, and um, you know, you want to you stay warm. Hands, feet, and head, man. That's where you you go, right? And so <clears throat> so when I go play, and I went last, like I said, last Sunday I played, um, I put my heated hat on, put my heated vest on, uh, I get the little hand warmers for my pockets, and then I got this new muff. You know, the um, the thing that the quarterbacks use to keep their hands warm? Is that what they're called? Yeah, it's a heated, and I got a heated muff. I think so. Okay. Okay. You did that on no, it's a muff. I, look, G-Tech. My G-Tech apparel. It's a muff. Oh, they call it a pouch. Oh, you're kidding. You didn't have that correct. I imagine okay. my shock. And the heated pouch. <laughs> Whatever. But you knew what I meant, right? After you described it, yeah. I think it's, if you define, if you look on the dictionary. I'm not going to Google gonna, search anyway. that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Anyway, I had this heated pouch where I put my hands in, and um, it's awesome. I, I can play almost in any conditions now. But I wondered if this stuff's illegal, illegal or not, right? I'm, I, I was, I was going to ask you that a moment ago, if like the heated vests are illegal on the PGA Tour. Because it seems like it would really help with staying loose. Like if you've got, if you've got back issues, it, it seems like that would be something that you would want to have well and then even the hand warmers aren't electric right they just you take them out of the package yeah, it's just like and a chemical a reaction bit. right yeah. and so so i called john drago who is a pga tour rules official but also the tournament director for the att byron nelson and i asked him are they legal or not he said yeah they are he says but it's also defined about intent and he asked what do you mean he goes well you can wear the heated hat you can wear the heated vest. You can put the hand warmers in your pockets. But if you take your golf ball and put and put the heated put the golf ball in your heated pocket, um, now it's intent. And if I see you do that as a rules fish, I'm going to ask you: Are you doing that to warm your golf ball? And if you're only doing it to warm your balls, then there have it, that's a rules. Vi- I heard what I said. Yes. <laughs> That's a rules violation. <clears throat> but if you always put your golf balls in your pocket, then the intent's not to keep your golf ball warm. The intent was to, you put your golf ball in your po- pocket as you walk from hole to hole, and not a rules violation. Right. So it's a, a real interpretation by the rules official of what your intent is. But I mean, is there a golfer that doesn't put the golf ball in his pocket from hole to hole? There can't be a lot. There can't be a lot that don't. And then I asked him the question. Okay, so I'm playing in a tournament. You see me. I you see me have hand warmers. I have them in my pockets. I put my golf ball in my pocket. And you go, "What are you doing?" I said, "Put my golf ball in my pocket." Why? I do it all the time. And he and if he said, "Okay, then your intent's not to warm your golf ball, and it's just put in your pocket." I get it. So moving forward. 
I asked him, I still allowed to put my golf ball in my pocket even though I have a hand warmer, and you just alerted me that I'm warming my golf ball. He says, it's all about intent. It's all about intent. And so now that you know that that is something that they look for, it's okay that it's simply just a byproduct of you putting the golf ball in your pocket? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So... So I will tell you. I I agree, though, with your assessment. Like, now that you know that that's a thing, that it could improve the performance of the golf ball. Now my mind's thinking differently, right? right? Now your intent is going to be, well, as long as I keep that golf ball in my pocket, it's going to keep it nice and toasty warm, and I'm going to get some extra distance out of it. So it's a... Even though you might not admit it or be doing it for a competitive advantage, subconsciously you know it is a competitive advantage. So he cited rule 4.2, letter A-2, I think. And a deliberately altered golf ball must not be played. So if you're warming your golf ball deliberately, that's a violation. But if you're not doing it deliberately, that word deliberately is, is is an important one. So as I said, I said, so what would I do? He goes, the issue... He said it's the what-if type that can go in circles. The issue is clear in the rule. If you're doing it to change the characteristic, you're disqualified. It's what makes an official dif- being an official difficult. There are times you have to look at all facts and make a call. best answer I could give you is don't be that guy. So, I, so if now if I'm playing golf and it's cold and I've got hand warmers in my pockets, which I always do, um, if I put the ball... I'm not going to deliberately put the ball in my pocket if I do it by accident because that's what I always do. But as he says, don't be that guy. Don't put yourself in a position to be called out on it. So, hmm. but anyway, I, I thought that was really interesting. So all this heated stuff is really, really cool. By the way, the one that I think is the best out of all of them, I love my heated pouch. But that's because I'm just very reptilian and like to be warm. If you're at my age and you're follically challenged, that heated hat's awesome. I'm ve- so I, as a uh, like white elephant gift last year for Christmas, mm-hmm. I got a little. It's a little USB hand warmer. It's about yay big around. Yeah. It, it kind of looks like this. You can see them here on yep. Amazon. They're uh, like thirty bucks. Footjoy makes them now, by the way. Yeah, and you can like plug it into your USB yep. and charge it up, and then you take it with you, and you know you can mm-hmm. kind of keep it in your pocket or whatever. It's basically a rechargeable version of the right. little. You know, hand warmers, and they're actually it actually works pretty well. By the way, you can get one of those on steroids too. That can also charge your phone and stuff. Really? Um, yeah. See the heated pouch right there? Is that a heated pouch right there? This one? Yeah. Yes. The oh, heated hand muff is what they've called it on this. <laughs> Score. <laughs> Knew I was right. <laughs> I didn't, didn't think you were wrong. I just <laughs> kind of a weird thing to call that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> hey, that segment is brought to you by whom? The 83rd KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship, Craig. Great. And uh, we'll talk about that more a little in a little bit. Or do you want to do that now? We can do it now. All right, That's... so coming up next, we're going to talk about the Austin Country Club, what's going on there, and a little bit of live stuff. But I think you're going to try and play this week? I am. My wife leaves Monday morning. My wife? Where's she going? She's going to Florida. She's taking one of our sons to his final certificate. He's got. A, he's going to become a professional diver. Okay. You know how many certifications you need to be a professional diver? Twenty-five. He has eight. It's a he lot. Needs three more. Okay. And uh, he's going to Florida to get his last three. 
Thank has, you, Norm. Has to go to the Keys. So my wife is is uh, suffering through going to yeah. take her, her son to the Keys. Terrible, terrible. I yeah. feel horrible. I don't know how I didn't get that gig, but <laughs> she's going. Um, yeah, so uh, so I'll be free all week. We just got a magazine out. next. Uh, when are you going to have that up online? Probably Tuesday. Tuesday. The magazine will be up. And uh, Hope Beal's on the cover. She's ex-cart girl from 2011, I think. And uh, so she's in her 30s now. Sounds right. Boy, she looks damn good for being in her 30s. She's a very nice-looking young lady. Yeah. Yes. So uh, good job on that article, by the way. Did yeah. Good on it. She's very nice. But, by the way, you have done a very, very good job running the magazine since you've been thrusted uh, into that role. Thank you. And uh, it's nice that the North Texas PGA has recognized that. Yeah. So we get a little uh, award ceremony tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow night. You. Yeah. Hey, nine fifty will mix with whom? That would be the Fun House with Travis the and Fun Son. House. Okay, so look forward to that. It'll be Fun House in it. Hey, so some news out at Austin Country Club. Um, how much have you followed this, Eli? This is brought to you by Crest Cars, by the way. Crestcars.com. Um, I have followed this a little bit since this news pseudo broke, I guess Wednesday, I think is when this news came down and I, has this actually been confirmed or is this still just a rumor? No, it is. It's confirmed. It's official. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, trying to find it. I know I have it here somewhere. So just kind of the cliffs notes. The Dell match play, which has been played at Austin Country Club for the last, what, about five, six, seven years-ish, something mm-hmm. like that? I think it's longer than that. Maybe. Even. Is no more. After this year, the match play is apparently just going away. I don't think they're moving it to a different venue. They're just not going to do it anymore. At least that's what we're hearing. This, to me, is – is I hate this because I, I do enjoy – the occasional match play format. Like, I really enjoy the Ryder Cup when they do the individual Mm -hmm. match play, and I think that the match play format is a lot of – it's very entertaining. So, Austin Country Club has been the host for the match play since 2016 when Dell became the title sponsor. Okay, so I said about seven years, yeah. Yeah. So, I think Dell's leaving after this year. Okay. Um, Not sure, but apparently um, it – again – I can blame part of the Austin Country Club uh, members for this, but I also can blame the fact that the WGC has no um, place in golf anymore. Yeah. There's only two left, which is the match play and the one in China, and they haven't played that since the pandemic because nobody's allowed in China. Right. So the WGC is really not a – but they could have called this something else. Um, uh, So they've been told – Austin Country was – been told to start boxing things up and apparently um the tour sent austin country club a proposal about four months ago and the austin country club pushed back hard and made huge demands pay raise for using the course more tickets for the members um and all sorts of stuff you played there i have not i haven't either i've driven over that bridge where you can see the the the, Mm -hmm. the couple of the um, holes down on the river. Yeah, Colorado and it just, river, just yeah. looks awesome. 
Yeah, oh, it looks amazing. Yeah, every time you go to Barton Creek, if you go down to play Barton Creek, you pass over that bridge. And right. if you look down to your left, you can see part of Austin Country right. Club. The, the the prominent part that, you know, they show on TV right. a lot during the match play. And it looks like a really, really, really fun course. And, I, and that's, I think, part of the reason why I enjoy watching it, too, is that's a course that is very, very private. It's very exclusive, and so we don't have access to it. Right. Even being in the golf industry, we'd probably have to call in God knows how many favors to try sure. and get on there. Um, so just getting to kind of see it on TV, it's almost kind of like Augusta a little bit. Like you just enjoy seeing it yep. on television because you don't ever those get to see it. Those few holes on the water, I'm not sure how the rest of the golf course is, but it, those it few courses, awesome. on the, those few holes on the water are pretty awesome. Yes. So anyway, so um, the uh, Austin Country Club asked for a bunch of demands, and the tour just went silent, went radio silent. And at some point, Austin Country Club came to its senses and tried to reengage and and took the original offer and still didn't hear from the tour. And, um, and they, and they even, uh, sent a new proposal to to extend it for two more years and tour didn't even respond. So, um, so it obviously didn't go well. And, um, and I think what's going to happen is Jim Crane, who owns the Houston Astros really wants a prominent event down in Houston. And he's probably going to spend whatever money he needs to to get something out there. Think Maybe Matt, the match play will go down there. You think I don't know. Mattress Mac will throw in a few bucks to try and <sighs> lure a PGA event there? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Where would they have it in Houston? Which which course? I don't know. I mean, it's at Memorial now, and right. I don't think I think you were off the week. We we had a the tour ranked or a golf week ranked all the courses that are on that have PGA Tour events in the United States. And I think Memorial was ranked last. Mm. And I don't know much about that. It's course. a better course than that. It's think of Tennyson Park in perfect condition. Okay, all right, I can see that. I, I always enjoyed. I guess it's called Golf Club of Houston now, but Redstone. Yep. Whenever they played, you know, that the week before the Masters, I've played there several times, and I, I love that golf course. I thought it was a great yeah. spot for a PGA Tour yeah. event. It's always in amazing shape and. I just I, I just don't I don't know a lot about Houston golf I, really. I wonder. So the Golf Club of Houston is owned by Escalante Golf, who local company in Fort Worth. Um, they were one of the prominent companies. Most of the live golf events were either at a Trump course or at an Escalante golf course right. last year. So I wonder how they feel, how the tour feels about them as a golf course owner company right now and whether they could even go back but i guess money talks and if jim crane's saying hey look i wanted a golf club of houston i'm gonna spend a lot of money it'll be a golf club of houston um if escalante wants it there too so what if uh what if blue jack came in and i know it's not houston proper but what if what if they were interested in hosting an event you think that would be an option you know that's an awesome golf course never played it but in i hear, middle, I hear really good things in the middle of nowhere in houston it's i mean think of Think of the bridges um, uh, for us here. Um, it, it's just it's just out there, and but it's it's an amazing golf course. They're struggling financially a little bit as a course. They had been. I don't know if they still are. And it'd be an awesome place to have a, have an event. And mm-hmm. um, I think Tiger Woods designed that course, right? Yes, that's so right. You, you you maybe he gets involved too because he designed it. So. Um, I don't know. It's a good option. It's an interesting option. I don't know where they. I don't know where the players would stay. 
There's not a hotel up there, I don't think. Yeah, I, I guess that's a that's a concern if they have the infrastructure to to do it. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, again, I just don't know a lot about Houston golf uh, other than you know the few that we've just mentioned in the last five minutes. Yeah, I I mean, you got Carlton Woods. I I, I just don't know how many of them. Well, you have the you have the Woodlands. And, you know, you have David Pillsbury now is running Invited Clubs slash Club Corp, and that's a Club Corp. And they used to have it, you know, that's a TPC out there, too. I don't know if they still have the TPC monitor moniker or not, but um, it's a that place is designed to have a golf tournament. They could go back there, and it's a, you know, it's a growing part. That's like having something up in, uh, in McKinney, like at uh, TPC Craig Ranch. Everything's growing up north in Houston. Kind of made, would make a little sense. Um so yes, you you have a good point there. I don't know. We'll see, but it but it's clear that uh, if you want to see Austin Country Club, you want to go see it uh, in person this year, maybe your he, last better do chance yep. to go down there and see it and get a, get yourself a ticket. Mm-hmm. So I would I would like to do that. I know uh, the the Hardline I think broadcast from there was it last year or the year before last. I think they did it two years. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. It, I, it's always been an event that is that interests me that I enjoy watching. And again, I love, love looking at, you know, Austin country club and, and uh, yeah, I, I hate to see it going away. I, I hope they put another match play event in its place. If they do move it, I hope it's a match play event. as Well, well. I'll say this Austin country club got arrogant and the, and the tour just said, see ya. And they're going to, and I don't think this means the demise of match of a match play event. They can move this somewhere else. Yeah, that, that's my point. And I'll, I hope I'll, if they do, I, it stays match. I reference it back to the TPC at Las Colinas, which I'm not sure what it's called anymore. Um, and they, you know, they after the Trinity Forest debacle, they wanted to come back. And TPC at Las Colinas was, was a little bit arrogant and said, you know, we're happy without having you here, so we're going to have all these demands. And the tour said, see ya. And they went up to Craig Ranch. And it's that tournament up at Craig Ranch is awesome. Yeah, it's great. And so um, it works out for everybody. I don't think the TPC Las Colinas wanted it. Uh, Craig Ranch did. Uh, Pillsbury was now, you know, worked for the PGA Tour, so knows what they need and what they didn't at, you know, Club Corp. And so he, it was a great fit. So it doesn't mean that the match play is going away. It just means it ain't going to be an awesome country club. Yeah. So we'll see. And I look, the way the, the world of golf is right now, Things are going to change more than you think. Perfect example. I don't know what's going to happen this year with Colonial, be, Colonial being the same week as the Senior PGA Championship mm-hmm. in the same market. I mean, if you had a choice, where are you going? Right? It, 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 it's, and so does that? Does the tour make a decision on what happens with Colonial because of that? I don't know. You know, it could move. It could be an elevated event. Could go away. I, I have no idea. If they have a sponsor, then for a long period of time, it's probably not going to go away. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, things like that can happen. And, you know, you put it up against another Live Tour event, you may elevate that damn purse. So, you know, they have a better field going head to head. You just don't know. Things are going to change rapidly over the next couple of years. Yeah, you're right. Things are extremely fluid right now when it comes to the. And, and the Live Tour kind of got all this kind of headed downhill where it, it, it has to evolve and the PGA Tour has to th- rethink what they're doing week to week to week and year yes. to year to year. So yes. it's uh it's going to be interesting to see over the next year or two what 
happens to some of these tournaments and and which ones are elevated and you know you're going to have some that probably move to different venues so yeah it's it's a it's a wild time to be a, a fan of uh professional golf yep i agree with that hey uh next week we're back at the our offices and it's gonna be all three of us because it is super bowl week you hope i might be in vegas really no oh <laughs> I'm still waiting on someone to email. I mean, I don't have plans yet. I'm in, too. Yet. I mean, it might be doing Rick and... Uh, Rick and Kern next week. Rick and Kern. We're, we're in Vegas. Conrad, what's he doing? <laughs> I'm in, too, man. I'm in. I love Vegas. I haven't been... I haven't been in a while, either. I actually, I was there last year. Yeah. Question is, do you do you shell out... Well, if, if Arcus wants to send us, we're playing their golf course. <laughs> of course, yeah. Naturally. But uh, if not... <laughs> All right, coming up next, we're going to mix with the Fun House. The Fun House. But first. But first. Cash.com. Just over a week away from Super Bowl 57 between the Chiefs and Eagles, Patrick Mahomes had plenty of praise for the Philly defense. I mean, they have a great defensive coordinator, first off. Uh, he, he does a lot of different things. Uh, their scheme has evolved because of the players that he has. They have great all-pro pro bowlers at every single level. And so they continue to add talent, man. And uh, they have a lot of great players, veteran players, and mixed with young players. A depleted Mavs squad will face off against the Warriors on the road tonight. Luka will sit out after picking up a heel contusion in Thursday's game against the Pelicans. Davis Bertans will also sit, and Spencer Dinwiddie is questionable. Tip-off is set for 7.30. Ahead of Thursday's NBA trade deadline, Kyrie Irving issued a trade request to the Brooklyn Nets yesterday. So far, the team showing interest in the eight-time All-Star are the Lakers, the Suns, and your Dallas Mavericks. Ticker also a service of Premier Gun Shows. The Mesquite Gun Show is this weekend only at the Mesquite Convention Center. Shop hundreds of tables of guns, knives, ammo, shooting supplies, and more. If you've ever considered purchasing a gun, now is the time. For more info, visit mesquitegunshow.com. That's the Ticket Ticker. I'm Ryan Baldwin on Sports Radio 967 and 1310 The Ticket. They call him Sports Sturm for a reason. Hot sports opinions from Bob Sturm and Corby Davidson. Monday afternoon, 3 to 7, on The Hardline on Sports Radio 967 and 1310 The Ticket. It is 10 o'clock on Sports Radio 967 and 1310 The Ticket. The T Box wrapping up here from the Avid Golfer Compound this morning. Thank you for tuning in. If you were by the channel, I'd like to uh, thank Kern and Kevin and Ryan and everyone that was part of this one. Did get a uh, text update, Craig, from our good friend, the Arlington Golf Czar, Greg Duraney. He says, all courses are back open. Says uh, there's a tournament at Rangers all day, so no tee times there. But the Arlington courses, Lake Arlington and uh, Tierra Verde, back open uh, today. So, yeah. If you want to try and get out, uh, go uh, knock them around a little bit. It looks like things are finally opening back up after a really, really brutal weather week. So looking forward to some golf this week. Uh, This segment brought to you by Park Place. The all-new Park Place Acura now open. It's right next door to Park Place Lexus in Plano at 6645 Dallas Parkway at Spring Creek up in Plano. So go see them. And, Craig, I guess uh, it's about that time. If you're in the golf business, come give Eli a hug tomorrow night before he gets his big Bob Galt award. I don't know that they're going to want a lot of people just showing up at Northwood to give me hugs. Well, if you've been invited, it is a, you haven't been, have you been to one of these? No, but they're I... They're very well attended. Then that makes me a little bit nervous. If you're in the golf business, I'll just, just 
pretend you see Rick in his underwear. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no. That is not making things any better at all. You know, it's it's funny because... You're allowed to even say that anymore. I've told people, yeah. like, you know, I'm a little bit nervous about giving this speech, and they're like, but you're on the radio. I'm like, it's totally different. Oh, you're not looking at anybody. Right. You're looking at Kern. Pu- public speaking and radio speaking, two completely different animals. Like I love public speaking. How? I I just do. I enjoy it. I don't know why, what it is about me. It gives me a charge. My adrenaline pumps, and I'm I'm excited to do that. You know, I used to... Anybody who used to say, "Hey, would you uh, would you MC our you know our golf auction?" or I was like, "Yes, love to do that." Yeah, I, I don't but, know. I mean, it's just it's a totally different thing. Luckily, there is, I believe, uh, like a half hour, like little cocktail reception before the thing gets going. So I can, you know, maybe uh, let lube yourself yeah, up. Tito's handmade vodka give me a little courage to get up there. <laughs> and of course, it's only like a three three or five minute speech, you know. So it, it should go by pretty quick. And I've already got it written, so I've read through it a few times. So. Yeah. Everything's uh, everything's good to go. All right, let's uh, let's chit chat with the Fun House, who I am assuming is back at the Ticket Mothership, and that is Travis Mejia and Stars beat writer extraordinaire Saad Yusuf. Do you read, gentlemen? Loud and clear. Hello, 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 hello golf. How are you guys doing? Hello, Fun House. Are you guys on like some sort of uh, like withdrawal this week, not being able to go out and slap that ball across the green? Yes, me. Yeah, a little bit, to be honest. I usually try and get out and play like Thursday, Sunday are kind of my two days Uh that I like to play. And, uh, yeah, it's been, mm, golly, almost two weeks since I've played, so two and a half weeks. I froze my ass off Sunday. Yeah, that was a bad idea. Have you ever looked into the possibility of snow golf? You know, funny you think, (laughs) so I live on a golf course. And I was thinking about it. Brag. (laughs) Yeah, that's not a brag. Thank you. I almost lived on a, on a golf course for like See, one second. Um, but as the golf course was co- completely covered in um, sleet on Tuesday, I thought about doing a video of me seeing how long it would take me to play the golf, the one golf hole that uh-huh. I'm, I live on. Yeah, I think that would be a fun video. But I, I, my wife was not getting out of the house, and so I had nobody to video <laughs> to, to film it. Yeah, I, I did see a funny video, and I. I'll, I'll mention his name. I, hopefully I don't get him in trouble. But uh, Josh Sowers, he is the voice of UTA basketball. And he posted a video where I guess he lives in pretty close proximity to the now defunct Rolling Hills golf course. Oh, yeah. And so him and a buddy snuck on there and, like, li- played a couple of the holes. Like, you know, there's nothing there now. It's just, nice and know. beaten down with all the eyes. <laughs> right. So they were out there playing a couple of the holes. And Can't ruin the, the course. If right. I, I thought it was I thought it was kind of funny. I mean, obviously, I, I don't know what kind of – I'm sure it's still private property, but I doubt anybody, anybody cares. But I thought it was kind of funny. I was like, man, I wish you would have called me. I, it would have been fun to go out there and play a little <laughs> – Ice golf. Next, next. You're right. I should. I've thought about doing that, and I definitely should do that. I just didn't have anybody who could video it. Yeah, you, so you got to get guy, it for the clicks uh, at least. That has done this, and he, what he did is he took a regular golf ball and he drilled a hole through it, and then he attached like a pink ribbon to it, and then hit it. That way, you could track it. You know, if it's stuck in the snow, the pink ribbon was sticking in uh, the snow, and he could go pull it out. This was kind of icy. By the way, one of the things I saw at the PGA show was this golf ball. That if you slammed it down on the ground, it would light up. Hmm. It's like a, it, like one of those bouncy balls you get out of the like quarter machine. And, it, was a, yeah. it was a golf ball though. You would, it was and you hit it and it had a, it had a battery inside of it, so it would last for eight minutes. And he said you hit it again and it would turn on again for eight minutes. And so I thought about it. I have one of them. It's 
I gave it to my dog, so it's been chewed up to hell. But I was going to use that if I was going to do it. Okay. But, yeah. I'm seeing. Right. Uh, I'm seeing in Switzerland some of the like ski resorts have been uh, patting down the snow and like creating a, a little nine-hole course in the winter time. It looks kind of dope, but it seems incredibly difficult. Uh, yeah, I would imagine it wouldn't be easy. So you guys don't golf at all. Uh, I have a set of clubs, but I have not used them in probably seven, eight years. Putt, putt. I, yeah, I don't golf regularly, but in the summer, when friends are going out, I'll I'll definitely golf. Um, I was more along the ride to be in the golf cart and sip on bevies. That was really my my play. Bevies. Yeah. So, question: Did you guys see the? Did you guys by any chance see the pitch and puck thing that happened a couple of days ago? What'd you call? No, it? I did not. But pitch I'm and interested. puck. Yeah, pitch and puck. This was a new it was an inaugural event at NHL All-Star Weekend because you know hockey players and golf are like is like the perfect match in heaven. Yes. And uh and so they had this event where the first two shots that you take is using a hockey stick and you shoot a hockey puck on artificial ice and onto the green. Once you get onto the green, you're putting with a hockey stick and a golf ball. And yeah. stars forward Jason Robertson actually came in second. All so, right. There All you right. go. Nice. Yeah, it was I, uh, it was very weird to watch, but it was interesting. Uh, so I, I hear, and Saad, you can probably confirm this, that the best players in the Stars locker room are Joe Pavelski, who we had a chance to interview for the magazine about five months ago. Yes. And I hear Ottinger's pretty good as well. Is that accurate? Yes. So Ottinger, I, Ottinger's big goal over the summer was to beat Joe Pavelski because Joe Pavelski is legendary in NHL circles and he's really good yeah and first day in training camp down in Austin Jake Ottinger beat Joe Pavelski on the ice so you knew or on the on the green so um you knew he was set for a good year (laughs) all right very good that's cool so Joe Pavelski was in lost in a playoff in the big uh Tahoe Tahoe. celebrity shootout Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so he's got to have some skins Romo beat him yeah. In a playoff. Yeah, Pavelski's good. I, when we did the interview, we watched him hit balls and stuff. We didn't get a chance to play with him, but we, I watched him hit hit enough golf balls to know that he's got some game. Yeah, but, I mean, Jake Ottinger, all he does all summer is literally just play golf. It's it's uh, it's pretty crazy. And, 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 you know, he also went to Pebble Beach with his dad in August. So Nice. Was, yeah. Golf really very, is very the cool. sport of athletes. Yes. Like, so, it's it's uh, all their second sport. So are we going to hear any Kyrie Irving talk today? Oh, you bet. At 11.10, we got Kyrie. Greg loves Kyrie Irving. Yeah, oh, well, I... tune in at 11.10. We got Kyrie <laughs> just for you. You urinate on him if you were on fire. <laughs> just for you. Sorry. Yeah, uh, Kyrie at, at 11.10, Golden the news showers. at 10.50. We're going to do Cowboys at 10.30, and then we're going to wrap this whole thing up with some misconnections at 11.30. Does that sound good, guys? Sweet. Sounds like uh, you better listen. Yep. <laughs> you all today. should better listen. <laughs> Yeah, y'all should better listen. Funhouse, next ticket. And if you're only doing it to warm your balls. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Park, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, the ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound.